Go Loud presents Read the Room. Because those when cowards are not going to come up to you in the street and go, like, I, can I just finish the conversation I was having with you? You're a humpy back bitch and I want to tell you about the thing about... Oh my and God, like that, that was you! Yeah, oh, shit! <laughs> a humpy back bitch. Oh God, isn't that the best thing <laughs> I've ever heard? <laughs> I heard that said at a football match Jesus. one time. Would you pass the ball, you humpy back bastard? And I go, in the notebook. <laughs> Hi, I'm Are you now? Because that makes me Paddy Corny. Here we go again. You're listening to Read the Room. This is a podcast where we do all sorts of things. Pulling apart people, pulling scenarios, pulling companies and the stories of the week where somebody through either dumb luck or just being a bleeding zos failed to do just that. So, uh, Maya, you look uh, different today. Do I? Done something with your hair? No, I have not. Why? No, there's definitely something a bit. You look a less, you know, less anxious, or you know, you're more content. Oh no, I know what it is. Oh yeah, I know you... what it is. Oh, it's, it's the end. You have an enema. No, it's uh, I well, kind of. I did a digital detox, Paddy. That's easy digital for you to see. Detox. <laughs> okay, right. You know what we should do? We should tell the internet about your digital <laughs> detox. Come on, let's read the bleeding room. So, last weekend, Paddy, uh, I won't say the date because we just date ourselves, but okay, not so right. long ago was um, a children's charity called Cyber Safe Kids. It's the third year they've run this and they encourage families I've to do a online. cyber break. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, we rely on the internet for right. everything. So, no, sorry, go on. I interrupted but, yeah, you. Anyway, just so, they encourage families to take a digital detox, a cyber break from all of their devices. Okay. So, it was from 5pm on a Friday after school till 5pm on a Saturday. And I thought... Oh. Well, I got a couple of calls from radio stations. They always ring me about these lifestyle things. And they go, just wondering, will he be doing it? Will he come and talk about it? I will not, because I have shit to do. And my son will watch his iPad while I'm doing it. Um, but it is, it's a really, it's obviously a very good idea. But when it comes to children, I would hope that most parents and guardians and teachers in school, when they have to, um, create a lot of rules around it, be it time limits, um, not having it at weekends, things like that. But who creates the rules for us adults? Oh, we have to. You know what I mean? Other adults. Because we always talk about the danger of the internet for kids and you know needing a break from the digital the digital the digital world. <laughs> okay, keep all that in, um, please, Ed. The digital world. Maya's had some vodka. Cross as a fucking idiot. As a drunk. I think you're very good at doing that yourself, Maya. I've read it on the internet while you were having a digital detox, and you didn't read it. People are going here, buddy. So uh, I love the way people ask you to go on air to talk about things because I've probably spent too long with the old PFO. Anybody even contact? Hi, I'm contacting you from the block. <laughs> Can you just come on the? Block. I, just, I think also you share less personal stuff online. To be I fair. share no personal yeah. stuff online. It's no nobody's fucking business. So no it one just, has any idea of, what yeah. your interests so are. So the, the, <laughs> have I told you I'm a parent? When have I told you? No. When did you just tell me? Push one out this morning. But uh, okay, anyway, so, yeah, go back to it. Okay, I I would say so. You you can educate me on this because with the child situation you've got in your life, you being a mother, there's loads of words just to say that you're a ma, and uh, I, I like I'm a. I would say I'm an addict. I've got an addictive personality. There you go, people. There's something personal out there. I don't like some of something. I want it all. Yeah. So when it comes to phones, I didn't think, like, I, I kind of railed against it for ages. I, I'm not going to have a social media account. I don't need this. And then all of a sudden I became a comedian and went, like, I need a social media account to sell tickets to fucking... Now, if I didn't do the job I did or ha- do now, I wouldn't use it. And I'd probably come to a, a point in my life where... I wouldn't mind getting rid of it altogether, like. 
Yeah, well, that's the big discussion. And recently, Annie Mack, um, the DJ, and she's so Love cool. Yeah. And she's probably around the same age as me, but she put up a, a, an Instagram video Oh, the irony of oh, dissing the internet on the internet. But oh. sure, we have to. It's the way we reach people. And she just said, and it was very simple, she said, do you ever spend a day, and I'm paraphrasing, do you ever spend a day working or looking after your family or cooking or doing whatever it is you do and feeling comfortable and okay and things are fine and then going on Instagram and suddenly just feeling shit, for want of a better word, and thinking, I haven't shared stuff today. I haven't, my life's not interesting enough. And you've undermined your own life. Mm-hmm. And... I, at my age, I wish I could have said, no, of course I don't, because I'm an adult. But I did. I went, yeah, I completely feel that way. Wow, that, so, you, that you haven't posted something? Yeah, you, oh. you just feel slightly less than because you're not keeping up. Even though I know that people curate their lives on the internet, oh, yeah. one way or the other. Sometimes it's all the good stuff. Sometimes it's all the bad stuff. You know, people who crave drama. And there's a lot of this kind well, of... I'm sitting opposite her. Here she is. <laughs> drama, don't feed the collar. I call her, sorry. Nobody calls her, that's just me. Funny thing is, I actually don't crave drama. But drama attacks you. Sorry, ah, Ed, uh, yeah, Ed just got sake. bored there. He's in the middle of Ed like, is you know. Like playing Tetris yeah, or no. something. <laughs> He's going into Instagram <laughs> stories of what's going on here. Oh I God. only, Joe, like you, I resisted and I had the old Nokia phone. Oh. Long after people, done with two buttons. Now they're that's back. Indestructible. They're like vinyl, they're, they're back. Yeah. Twinkies and Nokia phones, they'll outlast the uh, Holocaust. got run over by a car and it was still fine. The screen cracked on our plate. It's brilliant, indestructible phones. But I resisted. And even with, I joined Twitter about 10 years ago and then Instagram, I just thought, no, I'm not someone who takes loads of photographs and I don't want to curate my life. I prefer words, so I like Twitter. And it was when I did the dance show that I set it up which is four years ago. And Did they advise you? Did, were you kind of, was there a producer's yeah. assistant producer going? Yeah. Not producers. Some of the other, it was the second year of it, some of the other pro dancers said, look, we learned last year if you want to get votes and get the word out there, you need to be posting stuff of your rehearsal and your clothes and your <sighs> sore knees and your twisted ankles and all, all the stuff in between. So I did and I just wasn't very good and I'm not a good self-promoter anyway, as you know. So I didn't do a terribly good job of it and then I kind of got into it and now Instagram is just a slightly in some ways, it's a kinder space than Twitter. Um, but yeah, in, but, it, like, but in other ways, it does make you feel worse about your life. Well, see, sometimes. I don't like, I've never felt that uh, the Annie Mac Dunphy situation or going You've online. I've never felt going, Annie Mac Dunphy I've, uh, situation. That she's not, that's the, well, you're putting yourself in the same boat saying that I, I felt bad about myself because I didn't post anything. I've, I've never, I've, that has never happened to me. But I felt shit. Because I've looked up from the phone and I've realised half an hour had gone by, 20 minutes, an hour had gone by and going, like, I've been in the void watching fucking stupid stories about people I didn't care about and go, oh, God, I remember that TV show. Then I'm into the algorithm of bits of that TV show. And like, and then crashes, car crashes from the 70s. And like, what the... Like, so I felt angry that very the work I'm supposed to... Oh, yeah, very niche. I'm not telling you about the other shit. <laughs> but like, it's just a case of... I'm angry that the void has robbed me of actual doing things. And um, recently I was with somebody and we were driving and for probably half an hour, 40 minutes of the of, of the, the journey, it was a fucking banging day. There was like along a coast road, sun is shining, this looks amazing. And after half an hour, they look and go, oh, it's a gorgeous day, isn't it? And go, I could have told you that 40 minutes ago. And I could have gone, if I had kids, I'd be so wound up because all their heads 
are stuck into devices yeah. anymore well, it's and they're like not going engaging to gigs in the real world. Though. And in the last eight, ten years now, when you go to a gig, all you see at the back is the sea of phones that people are often watching the gig through their phone. And you think, is it the sound doesn't record properly anyway? Like, Ed, uh, you're a gigger. How do you feel about phones at gigs? I think it's just have to factor it in as part of the experience now. But, you know, it's just so illogical to me because... You know, you're, it's there happening before your own eyes. Yeah, exactly. Why not engage? I think people, it's a knee-jerk thing with, if you go to any event. I had a friend who I'm not so friendly with anymore. We couldn't go for dinner, couldn't go for pints without the arm extending out and like, you have to tilt your head up for a, oh, for a selfie. Oh, and you're going, can you just relax? Yeah, you and have it, to document everything. But you feel like you're on, then you have to pose, the photograph goes up. It's an added pressure. But I think people have become, it just is almost as much a part of the gig experience as going for a pint yeah. and enjoying the music. Well, can I rewind a million years ago? This is the historical bit of the show that we haven't done in ages. When I was working with EMI 798, um, it, I was at a fucking amazing concert. It was in the RDS. It was Massive Attack supporting Radiohead. We had it. Mm. It was phenomenal. And there was something wrong with Massive Attack's sound. And everybody's saying that they had, uh, Radiohead's people have sabotaged them to sound amazing. But Radiohead just sound amazing live anyway, at any time. I rang home. I know phones. So I, I, like my Nokia, you know, or the, those brick ones, uh, like it was kind of the yogurt cup and string. I rang home to my answering machine to try and record it. I was wow. so... Oh. I was so moved by that. I was crying there going, oh my God, come on, please. And I rang home and I had the phone up and people were going like, what? what's he doing? What? Like, you know, That's then amazing, I, yeah. I think they didn't recognise what was going on because there wasn't that sea of mm. screens up there because there was no so screens back So did you start the, the whole like thing? That, like that. I think it was my you fault. You can trace it back yeah, to yeah, Paddy sorry, at that sorry. gig. I'd like to apologise to everybody. And then I got home and said like, that was amazing. I'm going to relive this again because <laughs> yeah. instead of bringing up a ghetto blaster and trying to record the situation bootleg it down on Connell Bridge, I, I went home immediately and said, everybody's, we're going out, let's go for booze and, you know, we talk about the gig. No way, man, I'm going to listen to this at home. You know, Press play. You okay. have one really long fucking message, you Egypt. Uh, press play and just hear. <laughs> so, and the thing is, and any psychologist will say to you, the trouble is that people are not living in the present. And a lot of that is to do with things like that. So, the when, like, when we talk about, no, human memory is so unreliable. And we talk about things we did 20 years ago plus. I don't remember that. <laughs> and it's great because you have all of the joy of um, the bits you remember, filling in the bits you don't, embellishing the stuff in between. But imagine That's what if I miss. there was uh, it's some of those fun nights that we had. Imagine if there were videos of it. I would never want to see them because it would ruin the memory because the memories are probably not accurate. No, <laughs> That's the great thing about like, and I think th- those phones and digital de- detox has, has kind of ruined that art of blackguardism and kind of the Irish way of around the pub go no there was like you want to see the other lads coming at me like you know there was 17 or 20 of them and you know I took on this and and the story gets bigger and better and then it was, like, you know what it was a T-Rex I was fighting a T-Rex <laughs> down the pub before the Parnell game and, it was all, and everything grows bigger and, and just Tony goes no I've got to hear on the video here, the, you know, yeah. you're vomiting outside the women, kebab yeah. shop yeah. and also the idea of getting away with something in the pub and not for trying to be, you know, a dickhead. Like, you know, that argument in the pub when you go, um, no, it was, it was, you know, it happened in the year 1807, I think it was February. I go, no, it wasn't, it was. And then the night goes on, you've agreed with Tony has the facts of knowledge 
until somebody pulls out a phone and goes, it was actually last February. And, you know, you ruined the idea of, you know, I'm delighted that Tony got caught out, I have yeah. to be honest. Fuck Tony. I'm, I'm sick of his shit. Oh, no, he's Tony. always there. Tony. Nightmare of the pub quiz. Um, but so you know the, what's really sad as well? And Ed just said, it, that if, going for a nice meal or a drive or a pint or a gig and someone, their first thought is I have to take a photo and document this for people I don't even know to show them how cool my life is and I think we're all a tiny bit guilty of that well certainly I am and I don't know why and if I was 16 now my god I think I'd be destroyed by social media would you do a a, a detox of just that for that like I like unless they're paying me and nobody pays me for shit like that I wouldn't like I'd take a photograph but I wouldn't share it anywhere like like, away for a meal I would take a photograph of something to go that's a reminder to go and make that because that was fucking delicious. Try and do that again rather than saying, here I am in somebody, somebody's place and kind like that. I'm not part of their advertising clan so why would I... Well, it doesn't make any sense. That, you, you engage with Instagram and, well, less so Twitter but how many times have you been flicking or scrolling through Instagram and gone, oh my God, stop everything. That man I vaguely know is out with his mates at the races I'm going to stop everything I'm going to analyse and go really feel the energy and enjoy I'm part of that moment. guy <clears throat> you just flick through you just yeah. it's absolutely makes no impact that's a brilliant way of looking at it then to, to realise no not to do it yeah. in most people's lives well I'll yeah. tell you but the um to counter that, maybe it's more of a female thing or maybe it's more of a, a younger person thing as well because sometimes you will see people and maybe it's parenting or maybe it's a social life or maybe it's work and you think, gosh, like, why am I, why aren't I not doing more of that? And that's difficult. But I've been in rooms and nights out and pubs and clubs and house parties and seeing people like, in the corner, there's a bunch of us pissing ourselves laughing, having the crack and you look elsewhere and there's somebody in the room invariably you're right a female and they're taking photographs of themselves and they kind of go join in the crack but then the next few days over the internet you see what a great time they they had and I go like I know you didn't unless a great time is go to a different venue and take photographs of yourself it, like while someone else in the corner is having the crack and I went like join in the crack yeah the join worst is the corporate events and I've emceed and hosted a few of them and because there's always alcohol involved you've normally lost them after the first few drinks anyway no matter how good you are as a host but often you'll look down the sea of tables and people dress beautifully and their hair's done they've borrowed clothes and they look lovely and everybody is talking to their phone with their head at a jaunty angle and you're thinking no one <laughs> shows a jaunty angle t- <laughs> <laughs> ah that's very jaunty oh my god that is I feel now jaunted that, I would pause on that picture <laughs> <laughs> now maybe that's different because it's a corporate event right. and they're not there with their friends but lots of air kissing you'd swear they were there with their friends but nobody's actually in the moment at all and it is awful it I did is see it awful I did see uh, an event um, a guild of, of which I am a member of recently and there was a, a sweep of the well, room Jacob Rees-Mogg <laughs> there was a sweep of the room at this event and I would have done it again. If I was that person, I would have said, "Can you know, this is going on the internet. Could you all put your phones down and pretend you're engaged in this? Because there was somebody on stage yakking on or talking, but the sweep of the room was, I would say the majority of people, you could see their face, little faces lit up with their phones yeah. and they're not engaging. What the fuck are you doing there? Like, yeah. and it just—it just to me that's a, like the PR of that. I would go. Do you know? What? I, I'm glad I didn't go to that because that looked as if everybody wasn't engaging with each other. Instead, they were had their heads down 
In Isn't the it awful? Like so just... destroying. Not as bad though. The worst ever is when you see a couple out for dinner or drink oh, and they're both on their phone and they're looking at the mail and they're doing this and just scrolling. They're scrolling and there's clicking and there's like, oh my God. I see it. I love awful. my, my favourite. You don't have to sit and, and chat for the entire time. I don't mind people sitting there with, with books reading even but couples having dinner with phones on the table I think what are game the over. No, again, okay, like maybe I have to d- dig into this. I do see that and I feel a little bit I feel very sad for them. And I see it. My favourite thing is Sunday pints. I love Sunday pints. Go up three or four in the afternoon and get out before it's too mad. And then you realise that you've got work to do on Monday. But I love those afternoon pints. But I see people, I see couples then. And it is couples. And it's that idea of sitting there just engaging with their phone. Only with their phone. I I wouldn't mind if you're looking at something and then you nudge the one and go, have a look at this, have a look at this. It's... Does this look like a jaunty angle to you? Here's or that video from last like night. That. And say, rather than that, other than just sitting there. But do you remember, we'll talk about it in a pubs episode sometime soon, um, people sitting in a pub, uh, couples, and just staring out. And I remember this from working in a oh, pub. Oh, the same side of the he, table. Yeah. So, yes. yeah. so he'll have a pint, she'll have a vodka slimline and uh, sit there and nay a word said between the two of them. You kind of wish back then that there was phones that you could slip it into their hands or a table of stone that they could kind of chip something I hate you but they just what, why go to the pub let's stay at home and be miserable unless there's something so shit at home that it, this is a lot better God. than whatever is at home although sometimes in in their defence I was in, in a restaurant in Kerry not so long ago and it was in a restaurant with three other people so we sat two each side and there was an old couple beside us and they had a table for four and they both sat on the same side which makes it harder to talk really because they're not looking at somebody and they just wanted to watch the room but they were very oh, they were yeah. a much older couple I'm all over that though. and that's is that like have a digital detox and do that instead people watch is that not the best thing to do <laughs> anywhere like so when we we usually have an after uh, podcast chat uh, around the corner and I love sitting outside there's a there's yeah. a bar we go to and I love sitting outside whether it's piss and rain or, or sunny because I do love watching the different people going by and that's one of my pastimes on holidays instead of sitting on the beach for the whole day you get very oh, very I love bored it. and just sitting there watching different the heads on different people and the clothes on different people, people the different people personalities yeah. they've worked out their but they haven't relationship even got a clue, yeah. and their dynamic they just want to do it at night time Paddy we've all right, into windows yeah, people. It's, it's all right, people yeah. watching them. It's unnerving. It's, uh, it's, it's unnerving, term for that. It's mm. unnerving especially with me because I'm five floors up in an apartment. I don't know how you got up that high, but drain pipes. It's very, very easy. Yeah. <laughs> Incy wincy spite. So then let's go back to the whole idea of yeah. digital detox. Um, will, will we well, do an experiment? Well, here's what happened. Um, this week as well, WhatsApp went down recently. Yeah, on. And <laughs> I didn't realise. Really here's the thing: I didn't realise it was gone until I heard it on the news. Now, to be fair, WhatsApp is is a, a means of communication in lieu of text for a lot of people, myself included. So we do need it, but everyone rushed to social media to ask, including myself, if Twitter was down. Which is, we, we're just completely addicted to it. Um, and then people saying, why Why don't you just go and Google it? Why are you asking Twitter? Because I get a quick answer here, and it was down. And everyone's life for an hour and ten minutes fell apart. I've got two questions for you in relation to okay. that. If they said no, it is not down, versus yes, it's down. How would you have acted accordingly for each question? Well, when I was told it was down globally, I just left it alone. Whereas before, I'd already turned my phone on and off five times trying to get it back. But it turns That's... out it was just Ireland, and I don't know why that is. It was, was it? just yeah, it was just Ireland. Oh, so which a bit of a weird one because globally, I, I don't know. Yeah, 
But so then if it wasn't down, what, like, would you go, fuck, I have to delete everything and start again? Or did it make you feel a little bit well, no, panicked or everything. left out? It's only, it's only a messaging service. So I had sent messages to people and they hadn't, I could see the little, there's a little clock face you see, it hasn't been sent yet. And to be fair, one of my friends was in hospital with a family member and I was supposed to be ringing her. So I texted her to say I'd called her an hour. So sometimes you do need to get in touch with people. I use it a lot for work. I'd say What's a lot up? of, yeah. So there's a lot of, so with the voiceover work, so it's quicker to get a response oh, from okay. someone. So you're like, I do a lot of the stuff from home studio. And so if somebody's on, uh, it's easy for me, for them to text me rather than to send an email get the notes from the email back so the notes are quite instantaneous so yeah. I use it quite a lot for that so all the other groups that I'm in and we talked about this in the WhatsApp oh God. Um, but nobody episode. uses normal text anymore and it kind of starts well because WhatsApp is free so my sister's in the UK I have a friend in Australia I have a friend in Hong Kong and the text used to, co- used to cost 56,000 euro to send to Hong Kong and now it's free on WhatsApp which is brilliant because recently what? like there's people in my family just use text um, and there was old fashioned. I, I needed a car part. Yeah, yeah, the old carrier pigeon thing. There was a thing, like there's a, there's a young lad I know who's not on WhatsApp. He's 18 years of age, 19 years of age, and he only used text. I'm just looking at my recent really? texts. Yeah, so I needed a car for my part. Par, car for my part. <laughs> I needed a part for my car. <laughs> um, and so that that person only used text. So I don't know mm. if that. So I wondered then, is it a reason for WhatsApp, for example? Um, do you, do I not know their location? Or can I is that tellable more from WhatsApp than it is from a, a text message? It's I like don't receiving a scroll. Yeah, it is. especially Getting when it comes text, in because yeah. I have a specific noise or a uh, like a notification for text than I do for yeah. WhatsApp. In fact, I have nothing for WhatsApp because everybody's muted. Um, so well, no, on WhatsApp you can obviously um, if you don't change the settings, you can see the last time someone was online if they're online now. Oh, wow. um, and the, the two blue ticks when they've read your message, you don't have that in... Oh, no, you do have it in standard text when it's been delivered. Yeah. But lot, you can turn off those in WhatsApp. So oh, yeah, you have yours turned off, don't you? straight, I do. And I don't Paddy, know I really what need to, people are hiding. I, don't, like the, I just don't want to be that accessible. Like, what were you doing because up I, three o'clock in the morning? It's none of your business what I was doing up three o'clock in the morning. pipe Paddy. That's, that's when I come to life. But here's the thing. So what was the equivalent when we were kids of WhatsApp going down, the internet going down? Power T- cut. TV. Oh, I no. love power cuts. But am I romanticising it? I, I'm saying this, I love power cuts and this shit is just around know, the corner. It's we do not love power cuts. The candles. But do you remember the odd time it would happen? That's the only thing we can compare it to. Odd and you time. couldn't put... Well, it was fairly infrequent, actually. Oh, yeah. Of course, there's sense But not for... Um, no, not for long, maybe. Yeah. I remember once it was an entire evening from going eight in winter to eight in the morning. We, so we Christmas. Lit, we lit candles and couldn't put the telly on and I don't know what we did. But the next day, everybody was talking about yeah. how exciting it was. There's the no candles equivalent. thing is great. Like to me, we shouldn't actually joke because you're right. There's an energy crisis, and we'll probably. But be it is on the way. Reading but by candlelight. But we're winter. talking about the the seventies and the eighties when, like you know, it happened. You're you, you're born into this easy electricity, flick on, flick off, and where our parents probably didn't come for that, or their our grandparents, they didn't have it so handy or ready. So my grandparents, when I used to stay in them, they still had an outside jacks. This is up in County Louth. Really, and th- so like th- they still had that, and there was the candle across the backyard to the. Jacks, and I thought this is so Dickensian. This is like, why don't you build one inside? And we're like, which room can we, you know, spare? Big job. There was. So <laughs> that's why they had they had an indoor jacks party. Just told you they didn't. Paddy's over. Ooh, they Paddy, send, send novelty of the exactly. outdoor toilet. <laughs> Put on your old hat. So it was that. I, like I think, or the, the digital detox would be you're not allowed to watch telly. That you know the the 
the chastising of like, how do you control a kid now? So Tom, he's not in the world of 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 devices yet, is he? Or he does he does have he? access to an iPad. Yeah, but well, here's the thing: because half the parents who were doing the digital detox last weekend, digital God, it's not no, it's <laughs> digital detox said, "Oh no, it's fine. I let them watch Netflix and YouTube on the telly oh, instead." And you go, "That's, that's the exact thing. same thing." Yeah, right, yeah. But you know, we choose our battles. But here's the question: Are we happier offline? I would say yes. I think we are. Yeah. So if we now, if you know that taking time, you know you haven't thought about, and I get a lot of abuse on Twitter. I really do. Sorry, but and there are times when I know you really shouldn't. It's it's. it's think the of the amount of time. Name calling. Think of the amount of time it takes me to set up the account. Like that's the thing. But it's always an anagram of your name. Oh, it's yeah. like Caddy Portney. Oh, Dabby. <laughs> There he goes again. I, sorry about that. Yeah, you do get abuse. And maybe I wonder, is that is there a ratio to your engagement online to the amount of abuse? So if you're if you're a driver for a living, you know, and you're in the car all the time, you're going to have more car crashes than someone who's not in the car all the time. So if you're yeah. online and exposed that a, a longer uh, period of time than anybody else, ipso facto, going to get mm, the uh, hassle all. You know what I mean? So it's um, so so I wonder then. Let's do experiments, perhaps in the new year, to probably do this and kind of look at our usage. Now I know. See again. See, I thought this morning I turned on my screen time because it wasn't switched on. So as of next week, I will be able to see what my screen time is. Let's say mine is alarmingly high. But there are times when some anonymous wanker with Bitcoin and anti-vax in their uh, profile has said something awful to me. And, you know, I don't reply and I just block. And then you're cooking dinner and you just feel shit. But like, and I'm a grown-up, but and again, I shouldn't. So I think yes, I'm certainly episodes. happier offline. We've done it in previous episodes. That like, if you have like, if me and Ed were to send you shit, or like you know the stuff that people don't hear off air because Ed is a really good producer and he's able to edit all the shit out. But like other than that, um, why give a flying fuck about like like to me if I've never met them in person and they're online, they're a bot. They've yeah, been invented in Siberia uh, by some Russian said, I mean, But I, they're not you a do bot. Get abuse. I get some abuse sometimes on the radio show. You might get 100 messages, or in my case, thousands <laughs> of positive messages. And then it'll be one that'll come in. And that's the one of course, it's that rests human in your nature. brain and the rest is of because it's, it's just that nature. one. Go, but because it's you know that if you're, not, if you're on stage and well, there's a thousand totally, people in the audience totally and nine and this are laughing and one is going, look at you. And that has happened. Brain. You but will try and make that person 100%, laugh and you'll wonder why they're not. But that's physically, I see them. Yeah. They're not real. The the, the online thing are, is not real unless you physically met them and they've handed your CV and they kind of, you know their likes. But and you haven't met that person in the audience either. But I physically see that we can engage. I can snog, marry, avoid. Um, and that's how he got barred from Vicar Street. <laughs> so did you tell me that you had turned off your not- yourself notifications? I wasn't on your- aware. How do you check it? If you go into settings, so screen time. Settings, yeah. But I only turned mine on today. So it says daily average 16 minutes. What, what that's do you mean? not true. But can you go back to other dates? What do you mean you've turned it on? Well, it, it, it was, it was it switched off? off. Oh, I don't know how to do that. Oh. Because I, I was looking at, Jesus Christ, can I tell you? It says daily average three hours, 43 minutes. Can I find out what actually today is? You know, activity. So far, so far today, we're recording this at ten to one on a certain day, and I've had I've been on my phone for an hour and oh, wow. a quarter. And uh, oh, fuck! It tells you. It actually tells you. There's a list of show <coughs> categories. Oh my god! WhatsApp, eighteen percent. I was doing VOs this morning. There you go. Okay. Mail is the next one. Chrome is the next one. Twitter for four minutes. That's how much I give a flying okay. fuck about Twitter. Four minutes worth of Twitterness. And look, I spent more 
I spent well, longer on settings I, uh, than I did on, on Twitter. Mine Porn was, 30 seconds. My, my, <laughs> 30 I must have been on twice. <laughs> Instagram two minutes. I just, like, I'd, I'd love to be able to say, like, I'm trying not to be as, like, on, on Instagram and Twitter as much. But the ones, I love stories. I didn't think there'd be a thing, or reels. Why are they, is that what they're called? Like, when people, I saw there was some girl on last night doing wagon reels. beef. Reels, yeah. Wagyu beef. I did a beef reel last night. <laughs> That's exactly sounds... who I was talking about. Yeah, Jesus wow. Christ. <laughs> yeah. I thought and I thought, yeah, old. yeah. So see the way it, it jumped by fifty percent. <laughs> I watched it twice, Maya. A beef on, reel me, is the best euphemism ever, isn't it? Did you look at my beef reel? Good <laughs> <laughs> dunk. <laughs> Did you? Uh, no, I, I needed a digital detox after that. I swear, Jay's fluid in the wire brush all over. Oh, Jesus, don't let Maya know oh about God. this. And I ran it myself out. Your eyeballs. Oh Listen, I think okay. we should finish up on it. We should have a, a detox and get away from well, this. Well, here we go. I have some oh, advice no. for heavy users. Oh, if you're a heavy user, here we go. From Thank professionals. You. Number one, schedule time away from screens throughout the day. Yeah. Makes sense. Two, take periodic breaks from technology and beef reels. Number three, downgrade your phone. There's oh, an interesting the one. Nokia so go back to blocks. one that can just... Yeah. And often when, when your kids first get phones, parents will go, yeah, you can have a phone. But oh, I'd love there's to do a, that. I was I like, a dunk, that's not the phone. Don't be giving your kids a dunk. <laughs> Never give your kids a dunk. Ba-dum, is that right? Ba-dum, it's a big yeah. brick phone. Nice one, yeah. You can call me, I can call you, that's all you need. Brilliant. Um, I have a few friends who've downgraded their phone from smartphones to the old-fashioned phones. Four, turn off your phone at a specific time. It's like... Bad, any bad habits like drinking too much at home any of those things have make a rule say my phone is going off at 6 o'clock um, adjust your phone settings to limit certain apps which you can do Good, you can yeah. get I believe you can get social media to go right you've had your time and shut down oh nice one um, create no phone areas maybe the dinner table maybe the bedroom bedroom 100% I haven't the had a phone in, jacks. in 15 years I'd say and number seven if things are really bad contact a mental health professional if yeah. things are really bad but also, but, do you know to be honest I think there's a lot of people who are in denial of this and like that it is a problem because I've I've had rows with people over my engagement with phone and like the, the, the simple one all the time was it's work and yeah. but as, as a freelancer you're scared of shitless that you miss something yeah. and you never want to be off because like it has happened probably only happened twice in my working life that someone couldn't get hold of me and they moved on to the next person. And I go, yeah. fuck. And then it turned out to be two pretty decent gigs. And I go, Jesus Christ, I could have fucking done with them. But like, so it's always, I don't want to miss anything. But what happens is, if the work email slash uh, te- uh, WhatsApp comes in, you're reading it and then you kind of go, oh, what else is there? And you go, oh, the group I've muted. Now I'm looking at the stuff in the group I've muted and going, I'm, I'm, I'm in. So it should yeah. probably have a cutoff point at some stage to go, no. If I could do it for the bedroom, I could do it for... Night, six o'clock even. I'd love to be able to do it. So really I do would. use my phone as a alarm though. I should just get, do, an, old, get, an, get an old alarm clock. Oh God, no, that's really annoying. Oh, but then, like, you know, how many times do you snooze it before you get up? Uh, I don't snooze it. Well, then have it outside. Ooh. I know. Proper nails. <laughs> yeah. Snooze it, mate. Right, okay. Um, Okay, is that it for this week? I think it is. Yeah, I think so. We, I did really well. But are we going so to do, Patty, are, do we lean, learn thing? Are we going to do, are you going to do a digital... D- d- I don't know. Talks? Have you taken anything from today that you can apply to your own approach to engaging with social media moving forward? Yeah, I honestly really... Oh, are we doing jokes? Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. 
Okay, forget that. Okay. No, just honestly, to, before we wrap up. Here's the challenge that, I, that yeah. I've got to ask our listeners to do as well. Go into your settings if you have, uh, certainly on the iPhone, go into settings, go into screen time, and have a look and see how much time you're spending online. It's quite an eye yeah. opener. Well, just doing that right now, yeah. I'm a little bit shocked. Yeah. And so I'm going to uh, address that situation. The way okay. And your algorithms are also absolutely filthy, as are mine. Absolutely. Anyway. Abs- she's full of the jokes and she doesn't even know it. <laughs> right. So listen, if you like what you heard, please make sure to subscribe to the show and tell your friends, not via Twitter, tell them in real life. Tell them over a pint, tell them over a glass of water. Fancy leave us a review and help get us up, up the, charts. the charts. Please do. Um, sorry, can I do that again? Uh, Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> That'll work, could have did. Do you know what we do as well? So after all this digital detox, we're still asking you to contact us on the L socials. So it's the only way. Before, before I get rid of my socials, you can get me at... Paddy C. Courtney and get her at Maya Dunphy if I can learn to speak and string a sentence together today. (laughs) See you next week. Read the Room is recorded, created and hosted by Paddy and Maya and produced by the team at Go Loud Studios. They'll be back next week unless they're cancelled. I got got a half a dead worm dropped on my face on the way in by a bird and it just it's what was it was one of those days. That's, see, that's the, 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 the online abuse is becoming offline now. Oh, Birds God. chucking God, worms at you. Maybe it was one of my Twitter haters. Just fucking Oi, half-eaten worms. Oi! Have a worm! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>